We hope this talk resonates with you. We've entitled it, Do Your Best, Then Rest. <laughs> Would you agree with me? It's easy to go through life thinking that we have to make everything happen, make our business grow, make ourselves get well, make that child do the right thing. In this mindset, there's constant pressure, always something we need to fix, some area we need to improve in. So we end up striving, trying to force a door to open, to perform better. Then we'll gain approval. Then we'll get the good break. It's like there's a war going on inside. No rest, no peace for us. Can I tell you that you weren't created to live that way? One scriptural passage says, be still and know that I am God. Translation of that says, stop your striving and know that I am God. As long as you're in that striving mode, trying to fix everything, thinking that it's all up to you, then you're just not going to come to know Krishna or God. You're not going to see his favor and goodness like you should. It's very liberating, freeing, when you realize you don't have to make everything happen. If you just keep Krishna first place, then he'll bring the good breaks to your doorstep. He'll cause the right opportunities to show up. He'll send the right connections. He'll bring about the healing. All striving is doing is wearing you down, making you feel overwhelmed, can't sleep at night, have digestive problems. Can we encourage you tonight to take the pressure off? It's not our job to fix everything. You can't make people do what's right, make your coworkers like you, make your business grow. Your job is simply to be your best every day, honor Krishna, and then he will bring your dreams to pass. He'll turn negative situations around. Even in areas that you know you need to improve in, don't be down on yourself because you're not where you'd like to be at this point of time. Remember, Krishna is a potter, we're the clay. He's changing you from glory to glory. You can't make yourself grow any faster than he's planned. You may not be where you want to be, but learn to enjoy the glory that you're in right now. Think how much more peace could you have if you got out of the striving mode? How much more would you enjoy your life if you would turn those situations over to Krishna? Let go and let God. Quit trying to do what only he can do. Our destiny is not about making things happen by working harder, foaming at the mouth, forcing outcomes. We're meant to live from a place of peace. Shanti. Do your best and then rest. Shanti. When you stop striving, that's when you'll know that he's God. He'll make things happen that you couldn't make happen. Krishna says, I'm the vine and you are the branches. If you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. 
but apart from me, you can do nothing. Imagine how important these words are. This is the key to how you're going to be successful. This is how you're going to overcome challenges. This is how you'll fulfill your destiny. Abide in me and you will bear much fruit. The word abide or ashraya in the original Sanskrit means to depend, to rely upon, and it also means to relax. The Lord is saying, if you'll depend on me, if you'll rest on me, then you can relax. Sixth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, 47th verse. Yoginam api sarvesham madgete nantaratmana shraddha bhajate yamam teme yukta tamo mataha. And of all yogis, he who always abides in me with great faith, worshiping me in transcendental loving service, is most intimately united with me in yoga and is the highest of all. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare. You don't have to strive, you don't have to force things, live worried, pressured, wondering how it's going to happen. When you're abiding, you're going to bear much fruit. And you'd think it'd be just the opposite. You'd think if you work harder, put in more effort, then you'll see the dream, then you'll get the promotion, then the problem will turn around. No, it's not saying that if you strive harder, you'll bear much fruit, but it's saying if you abide, you'll see increase. If you abide, you'll see favor. And what I'm telling you is that faith has a rest in it. And when you don't see how something will work out, the medical report's not good, your finances are down, it's easy to get all stressed, worked up. I gotta fix this. Don't fall into that trap. Instead of striving, start abiding. Stay in peace, Krishna. I know that you're still on the throne. I can't make this happen in my own strength, but I believe that because I'm connected to you, because I'm depending on you, because I'm relying on you, that you're going to cause me to bear much fruit, that I'm going to see this situation turn in my favor. When you're abiding, it takes all the pressure off. Instead of focusing on what you can do, you get focused on what Krishna can do. You're depending on his goodness, his favor, his power. As long as you're striving with your own strength, you're going to be limited to what little you can accomplish. The problem is that we all face giants that are too big, people that are too powerful, a medical report that says there is no way. Our strength our effort, our talent, no matter how hard we try, will simply not be enough. That's why Krishna said, apart from me, you can do nothing. You can't overcome that challenge. You can't break that addiction. You can't accomplish that dream with just your own willpower, your own hard work. Prahlad Maharaj 
says in the seventh canto, Balasha neha saranam pitaro nishingan, nartasya chagaram udanvati majato yo, taptasya tat piribide ya ihanjanishti stash, tavad bibu tanubritam tradapekshatanam. My dear Lord Nishringade, because of a bodily conception of life, embodied souls neglected and not cared for by you cannot do anything for their benefit. Whatever remedies they accept, although perhaps temporarily beneficial, are certainly impermanent. And he gives three nice examples. Father and mother, as much as they want to protect their child, nevertheless, we see children die. No matter how good a physician one has, that's not necessarily a guarantee that one will not perish in spite of the best medical treatment. And a boat on the ocean, no matter how well it's built, cannot always protect one from disaster. You need power from on high. When you're abiding, there's a force that breathes in your direction, a favor that opens doors that you can't open, that breaks chains holding you back, that releases healing, creativity, increase that will catapult you into your destiny. One of the best prayers that we can pray every morning when we get a Krishna I'm depending on you. I'm relying on you. And Krishna, I'm going to relax in you. I believe that because I'm connected to you, I will bear much fruit. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. We're not saying just sit back and do nothing. You have to use your gifts be your best, but don't become dependent on just your ability, your efforts, thinking that you have to make it happen. Do what you can, then leave the result up to Krishna. As long as you're abiding in him, he promises that you're not going to bear just a little fruit, not just some fruit, but much fruit. If you start abiding and not just striving, you're going to see more fruit with less work. You're going to go further with less frustration. You're going to accomplish more in less time. Someone says, well, aren't you worried about your child? He's not getting better. You just answer, no, I'm not worrying. I'm abiding. <laughs> I'm trusting. I'm believing. I know that Krishna's in control. Well, you lost that big contract. Aren't you upset? No, I know I'm connected to the vine, to a supply line that will never run dry. I'm not gonna live stressed. I'm abiding, I'm relaxed, I'm at peace. I know that another opportunity is coming. What about that medical report? Doesn't it look bad? Yeah, but I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved by what I know. And I know that Krishna is restoring health back to me. I'm depending on him. I'm relying on him. And I'm going to relax knowing that nothing can snatch me out of his hands. Now ask yourself the question tonight. Are you striving or are you abiding? There are plenty of opportunities to strive. 
could all live worried, stressed, trying to fix everything on our own strength. But that's overwhelming. Come back to a place of peace. Krishna knows what you're facing. He knows the dreams because he's placed them in your heart himself. He sees the struggles, the unfair situations, the times that you were put at a disadvantage. You don't have to do life on your own, trying to make everything right, trying to accomplish the dream. Krishna is saying to you tonight, come to me and I will give you rest. Francis Henry Light wrote this appropriate poem. Long did I toil and knew no earthly rest, far did I roam and found no certain home, till at last I sought them in his sheltering breast who opens his arms and bids the weary come. With him I found a home, a rest divine, and I sent some of his, and he is mine. The good I have is from his store supplied, the ill is only what he deems the best. With him as friend, I'm rich with not beside, and poor without him, though of all possessed. Changes may come, I take or I resign, content while I am his, and he is mine. Whatever change may come, in him no change is seen. He's like a glorious sun that wanes not nor declines. Above the clouds and storms he walks serene, and on his devotees inward darkness shines. All may depart, I fret not nor repine, while I at Krishna's am, and he is mine. While here, down below, alas, I know but half his love, but half discern him and but half adore. But when I meet him in the realms above, I hope to love him better, praise him more, and feel and tell among the kirtans divine, I added that myself, how fully I am his and he is mine. What do we learn from this? What's the poet trying to tell us? Stop your striving, depending on your own efforts, your own ability. That's draining. If you'll start depending on him, you'll feel that load lift off of your shoulders. You may have disconnected from him, but I'm here tonight to tell you that he has not disconnected from you. If you're gonna feel his strength and see his favor, you have to be connected to the vine. You can only do so much in your own efforts, but when you get up each and every day and say, Krishna, I'm not gonna worry today, I'm not gonna live frustrated by what I can't change. Krishna, I'm depending on you. I can't do this on my own, but I do know that connected to you, I can do all things. Connected to you, I can accomplish my God-driven dream. Connected to you, I will see this problem turn around. Second chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, 47th verse. Karmani avada karashtam apalashukana makkarma fanetabhu matte sangustua karmani. You have a right, Krishna tells Arjuna and all of us through Arjuna, to perform your prescribed duty, but you are not entitled to the fruits of action. Never consider yourself to be the cause of the results of your activities and never be attached to not doing your duty. It's significant that Krishna uses the word fall or fruit in this verse. Now I have some friends down in California who grow lemon trees in their backyard. I see the lemons out there hanging on the vine. They're just abiding. <laughs> They're not struggling. They're not frustrated thinking, why am I not growing faster? 
How am I going to change from green to yellow? I'm the wrong color. What if I don't ripen? I've never walked by a lemon complaining. Never seen a worried lemon. They just hang there, drawing strength from the vine. They're not stressed because they know that as long as they're connected to the source, they're going to get everything that they need. Sometimes we wonder, how can I accomplish my dream? What if I don't meet the right person? What if I don't get this scholarship? No, as long as you're connected to the vine, you don't have to worry. It's not your job to figure everything out. There are things you can't see. Why? Because you're the fruit and you're not the vine. The vine is where the lemon is getting nutrients. The vine is what's causing it to develop pulp, grow seeds on the inside. The vine is what's causing it to turn from a flower blossom to form a thick outer skin. Quit worrying about how everything's going to work out. Krishna has already planned out all of your days. There's not a problem that you have or a problem that you ever will have to which he doesn't have a solution. He's the one that's going to cause you to bloom. Like that lemon, he's developing in you what you need to blossom, to grow, to fulfill your purpose. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Now let's just do our part and not live with that unrest on the inside, thinking that we're limited. Because you're connected to the vine, you can stay in peace. Krishna's bringing the nutrients you need, the right people, the right breaks, the healing, the favor. At the appointed time, you'll ripen. You'll go from green to yellow, so to speak. You'll see doors open. You'll see the medical report turn around. You're going to see the dream come to pass. Now, do your part. Quit striving and start abiding. Live from a place of peace, a place of rest. And when you're tempted to worry, tempted to force things to happen, just, ah, no thanks. I'm connected to the vine. Krishna, I'm depending on you. So I'm going to relax. I'm going to enjoy this day, knowing that you promised I will bear much fruit. I'll tell you, most of the breaks that I've seen in my life, they've come when I was simply abiding, just being my best, honoring Krishna. After we opened a temple in Spanish Fork in 2001, I wanted to open another temple in Salt Lake City. For 10 years, I would scour the real estate listings, churches for sale, office buildings, reception halls. Whenever I'd be in Salt Lake City on any errand, I'd spend extra hours just cruising the streets looking for a suitable building with a for sale sign. A couple times I found churches for sale, but either the properties were not ideal or the properties might have looked promising, but when I chat with the Christian church owners, they were not thrilled about selling to the Hare Krishnas. By 2012, I'd pretty much given up on finding anything when out of the blue, get it? Out of the Krishna blue, <laughs> Stephen Hemingway, who is a friend, temple visitor, and a real estate agent, 
asked me to meet with him at a property owned by the Seventh-day Adventists. When I pulled out into that parking there, I knew this was the place. <laughs> 13,000 square field of building on four acres of land, two soccer fields, beautiful, spacious auditorium and stage. The Seventh-day Adventists, who themselves are vegetarian, were delighted to sell us the property. They said we were sent by God. It was a match made in heaven. We've never looked back, have we? I've been trying to make it happen in my own strength, buying that property. I knew that Krishna put the desire in me. I had the big dream, but for 10 years, it just wasn't the right time. And Krishna is so merciful. He'll close doors when it's not best for you. Open them only at the right time. Not a moment too soon, not a moment too late. If something hasn't happened in your life, it's just not the right time. If the door closed, something better is coming. You don't have to manipulate things, try to convince people to like you, force the doors to open. Just let the blessings come to you. If you're having to connive and convince you're frustrated, can't sleep at night, you need to let that go and trust Krishna to do it his way. Instead of striving, I'm going to have that baby. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to marry that person even though I don't have peace. I'm going to buy this house even though it's not what I really want. No. Be patient. Don't settle for second best. Just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Keep abiding. Keep doing the right thing. Your time is coming. It may be taking longer than you thought, but don't water down your dreams. Don't settle for less than what you know Krishna has put in your heart. You don't have to make it happen only in your own strength. Yes, use your gifts, do what you can, but don't force things. Just keep abiding and the dream is coming. At the right time, you're going to see Krishna show out in your life. In the meantime, relax, depend, enjoy where you are while you're waiting for things to change. The way to pass the test is not being frustrated by what hasn't happened, not getting upset because your friend got married and you haven't met anyone, not giving up. No one seems to want to sell you their church. Just keep doing the right things, staying close to Krishna, connected to the vine. That's where your strength is coming from. That's where the favor, the blessings, the healiness. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. I heard a preacher tell how since he was a little boy, he liked to catch leaves falling from trees. He lived out in an acre lot in the suburbs and there were dozens of large oak trees there. On a fall day, the wind would blow and he would see how many leaves he could catch. Years later, after he started pastoring, he came home from church one afternoon. Been a long day. He'd been dealing with some problems at the office, people coming against him, tired, kind of frustrated. There was one big tree in the backyard, 
The wind started blowing. Leaves began to fall all around him. Hundreds, if not thousands. Looked like it was raining leaves. He naturally started trying to catch them. Grabbing here, grabbing there. But he couldn't catch anything. Thought it was the strangest thing. Right when he was about to grab a leaf, it would dart away. He caught more leaves when he was eight years old. He was already frustrated by the events of the, of the day. Felt like this was pouring salt on the wound. Nothing was working out. A couple hours later, he went out jogging in the neighborhood. As he turned a corner, coming down the last half mile, the wind started blowing. Leaves were falling here and there. He didn't pay any attention. He just kept running. About a minute later, after everything had calmed down, as his arm came up, a leaf landed perfectly and delicately in his hand. He hadn't tried to catch it. He didn't even see it coming. Just fell right into his palm while he was in motion. The creator of the universe, the God who spoke worlds into existence, is ordering our steps. We don't have to strive, we just have to abide, keep honoring him, keep talking about in his way and in his time, we'll bear much fruit. The temple in Spanish Fork is much fruit. This temple in Salt Lake City is much fruit. Cage Coon Radio is much fruit. The Festival of Colors is much fruit. And I wonder how many of us are trying to do like what that pastor did, grab a leaf frustrated because something's not changing, wondering why it's not working out. Our message tonight is stop striving. At the right time, what belongs to you is going to drop into your hand. It's not going to happen by your own efforts, your own ability. Just keep abiding, doing the right thing when no one is watching, staying faithful when things aren't changing. Favor is going to come looking for you good breaks, healing, the right people are going to come knocking on your door. Don't worry, you're not being left out. Krishna hasn't forgotten about you. He sees your faithfulness. He sees you doing the right thing when it's hard. Your time is coming. Just do your part. Stay connected to the vine. Much fruit is on the way. It's going to be better than you ever imagined. And the reason that it's taking longer than you thought is because it's going to be better than you thought out of the ordinary, something you didn't see coming. It's important to trust Krishna's timing. When we know the dream is in our heart, we know what Krishna promised, we go after it, we take steps of faith, that's good. Not saying to sit back, but you also have to be open that if it doesn't happen the way you thought, then Krishna has something better. That closed door is protecting you. Sometimes we get impatient, think we're missing out, falling behind. I've learned that what belongs to you is not going to go to anybody else. What has your name on it will come to you. Yes, use your gifts. Yes, be your best. But what Krishna is about to do for those who keep him first place is supernatural. You couldn't make it happen in your own strength. You don't have the power, the ability, the experience. But because you're abiding and not striving, you're going to bear much fruit. Finishing up here with one last story. I heard about a man who walked into his living room. 
there was a little lizard on the floor looking out the window. He didn't want it in the house because he thought it might get trampled. He wanted to catch him and put him outside. But the lizard kept running away. Each time he'd reach out, the lizard would outmaneuver him. Run under the couch, he'd move the couch. The lizard would go somewhere else. He'd get the lizard in a corner, then the lizard would run up the wall. And this went on for about 15, 20 minutes. A man chased him all over the room. Finally, that little lizard was so tired, so exhausted, that he couldn't run anymore. So the homeowner scooped him up, opened the door, and let him out. The whole time he was running, the human was trying to help him, but the lizard wouldn't let him. He couldn't see a way out. He didn't realize that that man could open a door. All the lizard could see were dead ends. From his point of view, there was nowhere to go. But we humans operate on a different level. We're thousands of times bigger, stronger, and more powerful. I wonder how many of us are like that lizard, trying to do everything in our own strength, solve this problem, fix this person, accomplish this dream. And the whole time Krishna is saying, I want to help you, but you have to let me. As long as you're doing it in your own strength, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to get worn down, exhausted. Depend on him. Rely upon him. Relax in him that he can make things happen that you couldn't. He can see things that we cannot see. He sees dead ends. He sees where there's no way out. He sees where you can't break the addiction. He sees where the medical report's not good. He sees supernatural where we only see natural. He's giddied hearty. He lifted Govardhan Hill with a little finger of his left hand, held it that way for seven days. He can heal sick bodies. He can save contracts. He can send opportunities, good breaks your way. Every morning, it's good to admit our dependence upon him. Get up and say, Krishna, I need you today. I'm going to today stay connected to the vine. I'm going to be my best, use my talents, work hard. But Krishna, I'm trusting you to bring the increase. I know that apart from you, I can do nothing. You don't have to go through life all worked up, up on edge. Today could be a turning point. Come out from under the pressure. You can't fix everyone, change everything. That's not your job. Krishna is saying to you tonight, stop your striving, be still, and you will know that I am God. If you'll make this decision to abide and not strive, I believe you're not only going to enjoy life more, but you're going to bear much fruit. Things you didn't see coming are going to come looking for you. Promotion, healing, restoration, the right people, new levels of your destiny in this life and next life, you're going to go back to home, back to God. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hari.